Welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake, and as you'll notice, things are a little bit different on this particular episode of Movies That Make Us, and I'm going to tell you why. Number one, you'll notice I'm all by myself. There's no Val, no Tracy. Uh, The whole show is not going to be like this. Uh, It's the week of Thanksgiving. Stuff is going on. People have visitors from out of town. Other things happening. Other things going on. And so really, we just didn't have time to sit down together and record a new episode for this week. But we didn't want to leave you hanging. We are bringing you something, some kind of content. And so what we've done is we are putting together an episode that is a callback. Well, not a callback. It is a previous episode, episode number 40, which was called the best Thanksgiving ever. We reviewed a movie called planes, trains and automobiles, which may be the best Thanksgiving movie ever made. There's not a lot to choose from, but that is one that is probably a a classic. Uh, Not probably it is a classic. Uh, And so we talked about that. This was back in 2019. This was our first year together as a podcast. Uh, It was only 40 episodes in. uh, So we're still kind of getting our legs but I think uh, it it goes pretty smoothly. I think it's a pretty good episode. So we are going to give you that episode. Um, We're uploading it as an audio episode again. So it'll be episode 163, but it's really just calling back to that episode number 40. And for the first time, it will be on our YouTube channel. uh, So you'll be able to watch it there. There's not an actual video. It's just going to be still frame from here on out uh, once I stop talking and we actually play that episode. So it's a little bit different. Uh, I hope you understand why we're doing it this way. It's just because things happen and, and we still wanted to give you something, but we would be remiss if we didn't take an opportunity this Thanksgiving to say what we're thankful for and uh, what we appreciate, especially about our listeners uh, and our viewers, because we are very grateful for you this year and we're grateful for you every year, but this year in particular, uh, the way you guys all showed up uh, at fan X this year, we filled a panel room Uh, And I know some people came just because it was Spider-Man, but there were plenty of you that were there looking for our show and excited to see that panel uh, because of us. And we appreciate that. We appreciate that kind of support. We also want to thank you so much. We've had two different events this year uh, where we were trying to raise money for the American Cancer Society. We did a Sharknado screening, which was a lot of fun at Bruvies in Salt Lake City. And then we did just this last Friday night, a Disney trivia night at the Midway Tavern. Uh, We are so grateful for those of you that showed up uh, and were able to be there and were able to donate. We're able to get some raffle tickets and really, I hope, we hope you came out and had a great time uh, as we did the Disney trivia. Uh, It was a lot of fun. The great news there uh, is because of those events in part, uh, because of your generous contributions uh, to the American Cancer Society, Tracy was able to reach his goal of hitting $5,000 raised for the American Cancer Society uh, before he goes running uh, in January. He's doing the Dopey Run uh, at Disney World this January. If you don't know what the Dopey Run is, he's going to run. He'll Hopefully, I got this right. He's going to run a 5K. He's going to run a 10K. And then he's going to run a half marathon. And he's going to run a marathon 
all on consecutive days. So it starts on a Thursday, goes through Sunday. Each one of those days, he runs a different race. Uh, he's doing that. Um, he's done that for the last couple of years. We're really excited for him and, and wish him all the best. But thanks to you and your generous contributions and your generous support, uh, we were able to raise, like I said, over $5,000 to help him uh, in his efforts uh, and to help fight cancer and, and to help fund cancer research. This has been a great year. We are so grateful for all of you that, that have listened and that have stuck with us and that have supported us, that have shared us with your friends. Uh, it is so great to run into people that that have listened to the show and enjoy it uh, and recommend it to others. Uh, we just really, really appreciate it. Without any further ado, we are going to move on to this episode. It was episode number 40 originally. It was called The Best Thanksgiving Ever. You're going to hear our original theme. I've got our original logo up in our in the corner uh, here. You can see it right there. Uh, that's our original logo. Um, uh, we changed that, I believe, in 2021. Uh, and same with our theme song. I believe that was also late 2021 uh, that we changed our theme song. So you're going to hear the original We've got the original logo going here. Um, we hope you enjoy this episode. We hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. There's a lot to be thankful for, a lot to be grateful for. Uh, and we hope that the end of 2022 is as good as the rest of the year has been. And we hope that we have a wonderful uh, slide into 2023. We will be back next week with more new and fresh content. Uh, but if you like this kind of stuff, let us know. We can archive. We've got a bunch of episodes that never made it onto the YouTube channel that I'd be happy to go back and create some videos for and once a week start uploading some of those older episodes uh, so you can go back and experience movies that make us from the very beginning. Uh, thank you for your support. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to follow us on whatever podcast platform uh, you listen to. And we'd love it if you stopped and left a review for our podcast on whatever podcast. Uh, platform you use and we'd love it if you liked this video shared this video uh, and if you sub subscribe to our youtube channel make sure you click that bell so you get notifications when new videos go live i think that's it i think that's everything that i have to say thank you so much for being here thank you so much for a great year and until next time we won't see you at the movies Hello and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. And today is our special Thanksgiving episode. Yes. So we're going to talk about the greatest Thanksgiving movie of all time. Planes, Planes trains, trains, and, and automobiles. <laughs> this is the thing. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because I love food. That's a good <laughs> and reason. And it's like one of the only days that you can eat as much as you want. You could change pant sizes from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. And nobody's going to judge you until the next day. Maybe two and days even later. Then, yeah, I was going to say it's a couple days. Yeah, it's yeah. a couple days. In fact, yeah. people judge you if you don't. Right. They're like, are you going to eat more? Yeah. Are you going to finish what's on your plate? <laughs> I brought eight pies. It's like the day that you can eat everything and nap as an adult. And oh, yeah. Nobody's going to make you feel mm -hmm. bad about it. That's, That's right. Yeah, absolutely. It's the best perfect. holiday ever. It's perfect. And that's why it's so important to be somewhere like home or with family where you can eat 
and nap safely. But what and I think I'm it, doing something super exciting this year. Yeah, I am going to be heading out to L.A. to do a Friendsgiving um, uh-huh. with my friend Mike and his family. I went to film school at USC with Mike, so okay. he's been family for me for a long time. So I'm taking a road trip to L.A. Nice. And he has 60 to 80 people at his house every year what? for this Thanksgiving. Wow. And he lives in Hollywood. You never know who's going to show up. To this Thanksgiving. So I'm going to be gluttonous in my stretchy pants in front of people I don't even know. (laughs) And some of these people might be celebrities. That. High five for you. I might be drilling and napping on someone famous this Thanksgiving. (laughs) That's the dream right there. That's the dream. In my stretchy pants. I love calling this movie the greatest Thanksgiving movie of all time, <laughs> mainly because there's not a lot of competition, <laughs> but really that doesn't isn't. mean that this isn't a great, right. fantastic movie. This is what I love about this. There are a lot of things I love about this movie, but one, it seems so family friendly and you're like, oh, let's just sit down and watch planes, trains, and automobiles. It's so great. And then you sit down and you always forget as you're sitting next to your grandma. Oh my gosh, she just swore as much as Samuel L. Jackson did in any movie Samuel L. Jackson has ever made. Yet, this is not a Tarantino movie or a Samuel L. Jackson movie, and it's Steve Martin who gets to say all the F-bombs. Yes, he does. I watched this movie mostly growing up from like TV or on cable. So it was edited. The edited version. So the first time that I I watched it as a teenager unedited, I was like... Oh, it's R, but it can't be that bad. I've seen it on TV. I don't remember. And then then I got to that part. I was like, yep, I can see it now. Can't show this to grandma. Speaking of that part, I actually have it pulled up here. And the car rental agent. I've got the bleep button ready. I really don't care for the way you're speaking to me. And Steve Martin as Neil says, and I really don't care for the way your company left me in the middle of effing nowhere with effing keys to an effing car that isn't effing there. And I really don't care to effing walk down an effing highway and across an effing runway to get back here to have you smile at my effing face. I want an effing car right effing now. I think that's the most he's sworn ever. It's a lot. But the thing is, we've all so felt this way. Oh. I don't know if there was... And then she's just like, excuse me? Yeah. I, I don't know that there's ever a more perfect example of when it's appropriate to use those words in a movie or in a scene than that example because you are so frustrated at that point. The point that he's at in this movie. I didn't have to cross a runway, but I was taken on the shuttle bus to a car and I walk out there and there is no car. And then I've got to walk back and catch the shuttle bus and go back to the airport terminal to try and get another one. And that scene just kept going through my head. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that was the scene that obviously shocked me. But there is a lot of really classic stuff in this movie. I mean, John Candy is incredibly talented. Steve Martin is the best. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's hard to compare anybody comedically to Steve Martin. Well, and there is a lot of heart to this movie. There is. It's not just a silly comedy. This is a real heartfelt movie. comedy that we don't see anymore right. and I love it and right. I love like when the part when him and John Candy are waking up in the morning in the bed and he's <laughs> where's, where's your, your hand between two pillows. pillows those are pillows <laughs> and then they're both like ah! and then he's like 
how about the Bears then this year? They could have a great team, could go all the way. Yep, yep, could go all the way. Just totally moving past and ignoring. Let's like, talk about something else. If they rebooted this movie, it would not be this no. movie. This movie is so, so great. The writing is great. The acting is great. The way they've put you in these situations that we've all been in something similar so mm-hmm. we can all relate to it. Uh, it's just, it's... It's a people's movie about it like, you know it's just so fantastic but so funny and you don't see movies like comedies like this anymore. No, you really don't. And and part of it is it's hard for I mean back then this is the situations that we got in all the time because we didn't have cell phones. I mean okay, we didn't really get in situations quite like this, but right. but it happened, mm-hmm. you know, and now it'd be like, oh, that whatever I'm going to call an Uber and get to wherever I need to go or yeah, you know, I can go change hop on my the, phone and get a hotel, reserve and, a flight on my phone or whatever. Right, yeah. Right. But you had to go to the Yellow Pages and find yep. a motel that was Yellow close by. Pages. and Yeah. <laughs> on a dialed rotary payphone, you know. <laughs> I guess payphones weren't really rotary, but, you know, still. Um, but I just, I, John Candy brings so much humor and heart to this role. He does. Um, he's this obnoxious slob, but you love him. <laughs> You know, he's the guy, he takes his his shoes off on the plane next to Steve Martin. He's like, man, my dogs are really barking today. (laughs) Steve Martin's just like, ah. I always talk about my dogs barking when I come home from work. My kids have no idea what that means. They're like, we don't have dogs. (laughs) What are you talking about, Dad? Um, For me, John Candy is... One irreplaceable. Like yes. there, there. You know, there are actors now that you can compare. You know, this actor to that actor, where they have similarities and stuff like that. But you take somebody like Steve Martin and someone like John Candy, and the you chemistry. can't compare them to another actor. And there has not been anyone like them since them. Right. Um, but the way that John Candy takes this kind of slapstick humor makes it uncheesy and so effortless. Oh yeah. yeah. Like the way he does it, it's, you just think that is he like this every day right. because he doesn't <laughs> even seem like he's acting. I feel like the comedies that we see these days. I like comedies. They're, mm-hmm. you know, I, some of my favorite movies, but I feel like a lot of it is just really forced. We're yes. trying to get the laugh where I think is when John Candy in any movie that he was in, he always was just like your uncle, your mm-hmm. weird uncle mm-hmm. that was always, you know, yeah. like, that was always funny that you always liked. That was a little bit annoying, but, but that he it was so effortless. He, what he, he had did. so much more people focused on his weight. Yep. And he was so much more than that. I mean, he was a really good actor. Plus, he was effortlessly funny. Yeah, his timing was brilliant. Oh Always my gosh. brilliant. And and he, I think what makes it so great, Val, what you're what you're saying, I agree. And I think that he doesn't make fun of the character. No, he's not Mm-mm. playing in a no. mocking way. No. And I think today, if they remade it, it would be mocking this person, yeah. or it would wouldn't be a person of weight. No, he's very genuine about right. who he is and what, what's, and you that's know, what why you doing. love this character yeah. because he's playing this character very real. Yeah. And it's, it's awesome. And I do love his character. I mean, he's just great. Well, the scene that I love and to me, it's the most important scene in the movie is it's after Steve Martin goes on the big rant about how obnoxious John Candy's Dell is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're like a chatty Kathy doll and you just keep pulling the string. And, and he's going, he's like, people would, I'd sit through a, a seminar with insurance salesmen and people would say, how would you do it? And I'd say, cause I've been with Dell Griffith. And they'd be like, I know what you mean. And he's just ripping this poor guy. And he says, you want to hurt me? Go right ahead. If it makes you feel any better. I'm an easy target. Yeah, you're right. I talk too much. 
but I also listen too much. I could be a cold-hearted cynic like you, but I don't like to hurt people's feelings. Well, you think what you want about me. I'm not changing. I like, I like me. My wife likes me. My customers like me because I'm the real article. What you see is what you get. Love it. And that sums up that Love whole it. character. Well, and, and he's, his character has his priorities straight, right? And mm-hmm. Steve Martin's character doesn't. Right. Right. I mean, the whole reason he's in this mess is because he's pushing to the last minute before he has to be home. He's got to get that business deal done. Because the and- business deal is more important than being home with the family. The home with the family is important, but, but not more important than the business deal. And yeah. and Dale is, is the opposite. He's dying to to get back. At least you think so. You know? Right. And obviously there's the twist where he doesn't really have anything to go home to. Right. Right. But he keeps talking about how much he loves his wife and how much he's looking forward to seeing her. Because and he would like this other guy's life and he wouldn't take it for granted, but right. he doesn't have it. Right. Yeah. And th- that, that scene, the way that candy says those words, especially after just being bombarded with attacks that are nasty, but hilarious the way Steve Martin delivers it. It's just, it's so, it's sublime to me, that, that moment. I just love it. I think we all feel like Steve Martin's character most of the time, mm-hmm. but we all know someone like John Candy, where we're like, oh, this happy person again is going to be around, yep. and I just, <laughs> do I have to be? And then at the end of the day, you're like, but we wish we could be mm-hmm. like that person. They're, they may not be what everyone is trying to be, but they're happy with who they are. Right. Yep. And I think we all know that person, but most of the time we feel like Steve Martin's character where we have so many things that we have to do. We're trying to be what we think we're supposed to be. Right. You know, we're always stressed out, but we're the ones that are stressing ourselves out. We're the ones that are giving ourselves these weird limitations yes. and, and expectations in our lives when really we would like to be like the John Candy character where you know, we look forward to things and we're happy about things and mm-hmm. it's okay that this is going wrong and we're just going to suck up the moment the way you know, that and, it is. And it's interesting because I had the opposite of you. I grew up on the original. Uh-huh. So I, and I'm watching this as like seven or eight years old and yeah. there's all the swears and I'm like, okay. But I actually looked up to, because of that scene, I looked up to Dell and I've tried to live my way, my life that way. I'm not always successful. But, like, people will tease me at work, like, oh, you're a Disney guy. Yeah, that's what yeah. I am. You that's know? who I am. And, I mean, yeah. I'm overweight. I'm a bald guy. I'm middle-aged. And I'm so excited about Disney+. Plus. But that's just me. And I'm yeah. okay with that, you yeah. know. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm not always that way. But I try yeah. to, to live up yeah. to that. No, and Dale is a good example of that. And in that moment... You're laughing so hard at Steve Martin's insults. You're like, oh, he's so right. That Those guy. are so mean. And then Dale gives his speech, and you're like, oh, I am a jerk. I'm a jerk. <laughs> but I, I think about that a lot because there are days that are hard, right? Oh, definitely. Like, like you mentioned, Tracy, I am the, the same at work. I've got my little Funko Pops on my desk. Mm-hmm. And, my, one of my other managers was making fun of me the other day because I've got your my child, toys. I was moving desks and he's like, oh, you got to get all your toys out. Yeah, I do. But I always think about on the hard days, my wife likes who I am. I like who I am. My kids like who I am. Right. And if I'm living in a way that I come home and like Ben's so, number six, sorry, is so excited to see me. He's running up the stairs. Daddy's home. Then I feel like I'm doing That's something That's got to be right. the best feeling in the world. We Even all yeah. number six in our lives. Number six is awesome. awesome. All the kids are, number, are awesome. They are really cool, but it's true. Right? I like number kids. seven the best. There's no number seven. 
yet. No, not yet. Not <laughs> ever. That you're gonna bring home. Number six, we just his middle name could be Caboose. Like we are. <laughs> the children quote, train is closed. To quote Jeff Goldblum. Life finds a way. <laughs> You're gonna bring home a dog, and that will be number seven. Just so you know, none of this is funny. <laughs> it's all funny. We didn't get a that's fair though, so that's oh, good. Oh yeah, what happened to that? Why'd you bury that away? That was the perfect chance. It wasn't to applicable. Bring it, back. it wasn't applicable. <laughs> no, but, and, and this movie is just so relatable in so many ways. Like we've all been to the airport. It's yeah. not we. We're excited to go to the airport because we know we're going on vacation. But we hate going to the airport because we hate to do all the things. Mm-hmm. And we've all had an incident where we've either missed our flight or we've been late or we're at the wrong gate or some, we yep. had to get our bags checked. Like I've had to sleep in an airport that doesn't stay open overnight. Ooh, yeah, wow. That was a little bit crazy. They allowed it to happen because I didn't have anywhere else to go. I was there on a work trip. He got me and this younger girl of mine, we did training and he got a standby tickets and we missed them oh. and there was nowhere else to go. So they oh. let us buy like the blanket and the little neck wedge and <gasps> we slept on the chairs because the, the airport closed down, but they had like some overnight people there and they're like, it's cool. You guys can be here, but it was the creepiest worst night of sleep in my life. But also at the same time, I'm like, I, I just slept overnight in this really old airport so, in California. Like you, lived, you lived the terminal then. Yeah. I lived the terminal. I, I wish, I wish Tom Hanks would have been there to build me a fountain, but, um, but I lived it. But I think we've all had that frustrating oh, yeah. moment, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? And, and so I think it's all relatable or we've had to go to, you know, in-laws or we've had to travel during the holidays when it's not the best time to travel. So I think, right. or we've just had customer service that bites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe be- you're the customer service lady that knows this is going to suck because everybody's getting, uh-huh. you know, and you're trying and to be you happy have to and, smile yeah. and be okay. And this guy's swearing at me all the time. I've worked customer service oh, yeah. during the holidays. I worked, yeah. I worked in a video store for four years and I worked in a bookstore for several years. Uh, yep. Yep. I yes. know exactly how that is. And you just have to take it and be yeah. like, okay. Although sometimes I don't know that it's good customer service. If somebody's that upset to just put a smile on your face, like, Oh, it's going to be fun. Like anyway, but I know, I know it's sometimes true. you don't have a choice. That's right. what they tell you. You have to do. Exactly. So, um, the other scene that I think is just hysterical that kind of gets overlooked is when they end up in, uh, I think it's Omaha and they have the pickup truck oh, and the lady goes to pick up the trunk. And John Candy's like, no, 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 that's heavy. I'll get it. And he goes, she's tough. She had twins, and they came out sideways, yeah. and she didn't flinch. Ow, <laughs> and they're you like, hurt my feelings. Okay. <laughs> that seems great. I love the scene where they're driving on the wrong side of the road. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my and the gosh. people are like, you're going the wrong way. How do they know How where we're going? Yeah. That's a good okay, point. buddy. <laughs> That whole scene where he's like playing along with the music on the steering yes. wheel, and then he gets his that physical comedy there. He gets his his sleeve caught. He's trying to take off his sleeve because the cigarette that he threw out the window blew into the back seat. The car is starting to catch fire. It's getting hot. He's trying to take off his coat. It gets stuck on the seat adjustment. Can't get it down. Then he tries to use his other hand. That gets stuck. So he's completely it trapped. Is, and again, he's trying like to drive all, with his with his legs. All of this choreography of what's happening in the scene, like you don't think of 
the the fact that they had to do all of that. Yeah. Like think of how this, because it just space. seems so natural. Whereas like a movie like Tommy Boy, which I like, but I feel like they're trying to do the same thing with yes, Tommy Boy. Right. You have two characters that are kind of the same. You've got the one that's just the nice kind of go with it, everything's fine, and then you've got the guy the that doesn't like any of that. Right. But again, they have to put each other down to get through this comedy, and it feels it doesn't feel as easy as as planes trains. Hundred percent. No, it doesn't. Hundred percent agree. I but agree. all of those slapsticky things happen. But you feel like in Tommy Boy, okay, this is a slapstick fall it's down the next... humor. Yeah, exactly. Whereas in this one, you just feel like, oh, these guys are having a bad day. <laughs> it's you know? true. It, like it feels more choreographed and more staged in Tommy Boy. Yeah, it and totally in this does. One, it just feels oh, like it's happening. And when, it, and when that happens, it feels like it's over the top. Yes. yes. Like there's nothing in Tommy Boy that's more over the top than what's happening in planes, trains, and automobiles. Right. But when you watch. You the feel two, like it is. the one feels more. Oh, that could totally happen. When it probably really, I mean, all of so, that happening at the same time probably really wouldn't. I do but you love feel the like scene, it could. Though, when the M and M's go into the car of Tommy Boy, when he's like, "I can hear you getting fatter," and then he puts the M and M's up there, and then they all turn, roll in. They all roll <laughs> I think you're going to be okay here because I've got a thin candy shell. Ed's got a thin candy shell. I mean, it's a great movie, but it's not. The it's same. not the same. So I love Tommy Boy. I, I agree. love when when they're when he's trying to fix the seat and he says he can't get comfortable. <laughs> and because yeah. when we when we when I was younger, we drove to Florida. My dad had business. He decided to make it a vacation. Uh-huh. We drove cross country. We had a rental car, and my mom would just like kind of adjust the seat. And one time, she had a book from the library. Um, that she was reading underneath the seat and it got stuck. And so like the whole book so, like started getting crunched and kind of shredded and then the car seat wouldn't move. And so mom's stuck in this like terrible position oh, no. and we could not get it to fix. And then we kept referencing this movie. We were like, you were totally John Candy just now. <laughs> Things every mother wants to hear her children say, you are totally John Candy right now. As long as you didn't say, I can hear you getting fatter. <laughs> yeah, no. you're probably fine. <laughs> well, it- that's what we're going to say at Thanksgiving. <laughs> I can hear you getting fatter. Shh, they're stretchy pants. It's fine. Sometimes a man needs stretchy pants. These are my fancy pants. The other scene that I love, I absolutely love, is when the cop pulls them over the night after the fire. And he says, do you know how fast you're going? And John Candy goes, you know, I can't say with any relative degree of accuracy how fast I actually was going because... Had a small fire last night, caught it in the nick of time, nick of time. <laughs> and he's like, but the speedometer melted. But the radio still works. Radio comes in crystal clear. It's the darndest thing. And the cop is like, you have no functioning gauges? He's like, nope, not a one. <laughs> and, it's, and it's that moment where he's just giving up like, yep, it can't get any worse than it is. So I'm just going to go with it. I'm leaning into it at this point. Do you point. feel like this car is fit for highway travel? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a little chilly, but we're fine. <laughs> but I just love how calm he is. Oh, yeah, small fire. Caught him in the nick of time. Oh, and then, like, they steer the hotel room. And Steve yeah. Martin goes to wash his face. Oh, and yes. John Candy's underwear. underwear. <laughs> <laughs> 
I acted it out for those yeah, that are watching at home. Here, you just mind the yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, was amazing. <laughs> Dry the face, hold up. Oh, <laughs> giant tidy whities You can get those same underwear on your way to Anaheim if you stop at the Alien Rest Stop. They have big tidy whitey alien underwears in there. Really? <laughs> Fun fact. I knew they Stop had like the alien. alien jerky and yeah, alien I'll go hot in there. sauce. They have lots of things. I knew they. I've been once, but I didn't yeah. see the underwear. Yeah, I've never yeah, stopped are. at the alien oh, place. It's, you need it's to. awesome. Okay, yeah, next you, time we'll alien March, hot sauce, should, alien jerky. So we we are stopping. There's the Terrible's largest yes. Chevron gas station uh-huh. that we mm-hmm. stop at. Yeah. That we like that. Yeah, but we'll have to try the alien place yeah, too. Sammy and I, we are going in January again, and we stop there every time now because it's our favorite. You can get your picture taken in the alien car with your kids out front. <laughs> Awesome. Take We're going to do it. We'd always whiteys. stop at Whiskey Pete's oh. right before Nevada, right in Nevada, right before the California border. We'd stop at Whiskey Pete's and they always had the Bonnie and Clyde okay. death car. Oh, okay. I haven't done that. I need to do that. I don't know that. if it's still there, but it, it was for a long time. We always, our but, big stop was always in between Vegas and, and Anaheim was always the McDonald's at Barso Station. Yes. Uh, I know exactly what you're, yeah. yep, uh-huh. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking yes, about. Yes. I love that trip because there are so many places like that to just stop <laughs> and do stupid stuff. Like but that's what a road trip should be. Stop. Right, yeah. right. But I just, I love these poor guys because every time they think they're getting ahead, life just yanks it out from underneath them. And he's, they're both trying so hard to get Steve Martin back in time for, for Thanksgiving. Yep. And it just isn't working. <laughs> and that's how life goes sometimes, like yeah. your best efforts. And it's just, all right, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> Obviously, I'm doing something wrong because this is not working. You're paying for all of your karma in one day. But they're in this, they get to the hotel and Steve Martin's like, um, I have a nice Rolex. And he's like, uh, will you accept that? Because I don't have any credit card. My, my wallet was in the car that burned up. And it burnt, yeah. And so then, so then John Candy's like, I've got a diner's club card and it's all burnt up. And then he's like, and a really nice Timex. <laughs> and the guy's like, no. No, <laughs> well, it's fine. I'll, I'll be out in the car. Yeah, know. I'll just wait out in the car. And then he's sitting in the car and it's snowing and he just looks so sad. And Steve Martin finally relents and lets him in. And then they bond over many bottles of alcohol. Yes. And he's like, I'm going to Jamaica, man. <laughs> and it's this terrible Jamaican accent. He's like, do you want rum from Jamaica? <laughs> Well, there, there are so many parts of this where you think Steve Martin's character is kind of turning the corner, right? And, uh-huh. it, and I think that that's how it happens, right? Uh-huh. He, it's always kind of that slow, like, okay, I'm making... And that's one of those scenes where he lets him in and takes, you know... Obviously, he's not totally heartless. Right, doesn't want to right. leave him out in the snow, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I love that. Kind of nice Timex. <laughs> Got a really, really nice Timex. And the guy's like, uh, I'm going to have to say no. <laughs> But Steve Martin's like, I have an American Express, but it's burnt, you know. And John Candy's like, I have a Diners Club card. Yeah. <laughs> Which, kids, if you're listening at home, Diners Club is, I don't even think it's around anymore. I don't think it? so. Yeah, yeah but it was the joke years. of credit cards for a lot of years. <laughs> Diners Club Until card. Discover came was along. Was this a John Hughes film? Did he direct it? Uh, I think he was involved in it. Let's find out. I think that he might have written and directed. He did direct it. John okay. Hughes did direct it. That's what I thought. And I think that's where a lot of that heart comes from. Well, that's all of his movies seem mm-hmm. to do that, right? They've got great comedy. It's over the top at times, or right. you think it's over the top, but it seems it to work. It works within that film. Yeah. But then there's always heart to it, and mm-hmm. there's always kind of a message behind it. And this movie definitely falls in that category. 
so good. John Hughes is an underrated director. Is he? Because I thought people really liked him. Well, they do, but people will also kind of be like, yeah, but it's because he does a certain type of genre. He, he does. It's, he does a genre that typically he's, isn't going not to get. edgy or critically acclaimed. He does or, movies that even today wouldn't be Oscar nominees right, or award right. nominees or things like that because they're comedies. And, and they're comedy has always. Comedies, yeah, comedy has always been one of those genres that it's kind of overlooked as far as taken seriously. Right. But he's, I think, one of the best at what he does. Oh my gosh, Kevin comedy Bacon in a lot of times. That's right. Kevin Bacon is uh, still Steve Martin's racer. car, yeah. Uh, cab, yeah. But it's just, it's so. Michael so, McKeenan so good. is the state trooper. <laughs> 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 yeah. So can you say, with any degree of accuracy, how fast you were actually going? You know, I can't. <laughs> nope. No functioning dials. Not a one. But the radio comes in clean. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Dylan so Baker, like all of these people that we love. Yeah, well, and a lot of the bit actors. I mean, the lady Edie McClurg. Who's, I love her. I mean, she's <laughs> fantastic, and she's perfect yeah. as a rental car agent who he's swearing at. It's fantastic. You do more ball handling in one minute than Larry Bird does in an hour. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> just how these quotes are just so funny. So, so good. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Yeah. But, that's, but that's, it's indicative of the time. Yeah. You know, and it's just, but it's one that's kind of stood the test of time, too. It does. I think you a lot can of people... watch this movie now and still enjoy it as much as yep. when it first mm-hmm. came out. Well, and, and I love the, when they're on the airplane and Neil says, I don't want to be rude. Not much of a conversationalist. And I got some work to do. And Del goes, don't let me stand your way. Please don't let me stand your way. Last thing I want to be remembered is, is an annoying blabbermouth. You know, nothing grinds my gears worse than some chowderhead that doesn't know when to keep his big mouth, big trap shut. If you catch me running off with my mouth, just poke me, give me a poke in the chubs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because most people don't know when they're actually being obnoxious and someone has to like, and Dude, he's too give much. me a poke in the chubs. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't either, but <laughs> I don't think I'd ever just offer that up though. <laughs> well, I'm sure I know what it means, you know. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> Talked recently about Netflix and chill, make sure you know what that means. <laughs> Ask someone to give you poke a poke in, in the, the chubs. chubs. <laughs> I just kind of want to make sure I know what it means first. Right after the ball handling comment, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of stuff going on in this movie. It's not just the scene where they wake up with the hand between the legs, which I st- it's still That's one the of my favorite. Quickest way to get pink eye. Oh, to sleep with your hand between someone's legs. At the pillows. <laughs> the cheeks. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, that's another movie quote. Hey, Jake, how about those bears this year? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking them you know, to go I'm all glad, the way. I'm, that's responsible of us to put that out there. That's the biggest way to get, we we want to prevent people PSA from getting. Kids. Yeah, we don't want you to get pink eye. So don't stick your hand between people's cheeks. It's true. No poking people in the chest. Why were you, you kissing my ear? You have bagel in your hair. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't do wow. it. <laughs> anyway, I 
We should say we're at Watchtower. We are at Watchtower. Like, like one of our last times before yes. they go to new their location. new location. It's going to be exciting to be in a new location, but it's kind of sad. So it's December been... 1st is their last day, and you can still come down and buy um, all of their like the art, um, artwork, the and they have mugs, and all of that stuff, so you can have a piece of the old Watchtower before yeah. they go to the new Watchtower. True. Should we buy like one of the booths? <laughs> where were we? Where we like record? I don't know. I'm like, I was hoping you guys have room. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm I don't have a house. She's oh, moving. Yeah. Good point. Good point. A room in a basement. I uh, yeah. Well, maybe if we got you the booth, it would be something to build the house around. Oh. Where? Like under the underpass? <laughs> <laughs> under the overpass? Where am I living right now? <laughs> Building a house around. It's not much, but I do I have, have a booth. I have furniture. I have furniture I a, and storage. I like restaurant booth. <laughs> we should just get and a it. wobbly table. Yeah. We should just stick it on um like one of those uh oh my gosh, you guys. We should stick it on a trailer uh-huh. and just take it with us wherever we go to the podcast. podcast. The mobile podcast. Yeah. We're building our, our new MPU mobile podcast. I can unit. redo these seat covers with like Star Wars or Marvel. Oh yes, that'd be nice. That would be cool. If they'll sell it to us for five dollars, I'll buy it. Because <laughs> that's all. Let's go I talk have. to Mike and Corey. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, Corey, we've got an offer for you. <laughs> the quickest five bucks you'll ever make. <laughs> five bucks for a, for a booth. I want my two dollars. <laughs> that's another movie that I love. John Hughes movie. Is it? Yep. He has good quotes in his movies. He, his movies are always very quotable. Oh, man. For sure. We should do a John Hughes episode. That That'd would be fun. fun. We, I'd be good with we that. We totally should. There's a, And right I think now. people don't always know what he's been involved in because right. he's even right. outside of directing, he's yeah. done a lot of writing that mm-hmm. movies that you're going to be familiar well, with. I believe he, he wrote got, like Home Alone. Yeah. yeah. He even got non-credited um, screen. He would come in and he was a screen doctor. He would fix scripts that were in bad shape and then he would, didn't do enough of it to get credit for it. But he's still, that was kind of their go-to guy for quite a yeah. while. So, And he's I dead wish. now. He is. He has passed Unfortunately, off. yeah. So in the coming weeks, um, we've got some exciting stuff. We've yeah, got we do. Star Wars. The uh, Star Rise Wars of Skywalker is coming, is coming out. So we're going to do a couple things with that. We're going to do a zero spoiler episode. Yep. And then we're going to do a deep dive just into the Star Wars saga. That'll come out. About a month later, yeah, after we're the movie's gonna, been out for a little while. We're yeah. going to jump into the mission with our good friend Blake Castleman. One of my yeah. favorite movies. Great, great film. Yeah. We are going it's, to deep dive good. into Stephen King, which is your, yes. you're getting super excited because yes. we're going to do The Shining and Dr. Sleep. Which, uh, Dr. Sleep, highly recommend. Go check it I out. I didn't think I was going to like it, and it I is, do. It's, it's a horror film, but it's not your typical horror film. This is a, a really good thinking movie incredibly well acted. Mike Flanagan did a great job directing. Um, So highly recommend. And it's not doing well at the box office, so catch it on the big screen. They they put it out at a weird time, I think. And I I get that it takes takes time. It takes place this time of year, right? Right. And I so it makes sense from that aspect, but I yeah. really feel like a pre-Halloween release may have boosted yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. I, the thing that I think is weird is that Cats and Star Wars is coming out on the same, same day. day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I don't know if is I Taylor see Swift going to win, win at this, <laughs> the Star. I'm, I'm a little nervous. Anywhere. You know what? I'm a little it nervous because of... Cats looks really good. I think it's really going to give Star Wars a run for its money. <laughs> He tried. He tried to sell the it. The look that Val just gave me. 
If looks could kill, uh, buddy. No, it wasn't a killing <laughs> look. It was Swift just that nobody's buying it, pal. <laughs> Taylor Swift just released um, a song from the movie, and it doesn't suck. I just... Uh, she it sounds like I mean, she's Idris got a Elba British accent. Is in this film. I, Eldris, his Elba is great. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, maybe that movie as a cat, he'll really, still be sexy, but I don't know. I, well... Depending on the audience, I think that may be the case. <laughs> There's some audience out there that would probably agree with that. I don't know. Nobody's it, it, watching it that weekend. Are you kidding me? No. It's I mean, be I, know, the, I know a bunch of people that will watch it that could care less about Star Wars. There's an audience out there. I mean, there's probably overlap, I'm sure, of people who like Cats the Musical and Star Wars. But I think there's a large portion of the Cats audience and a large portion of the Star Wars audience that doesn't overlap. Not a lot of crossover. And no. so I think there's going to be plenty of people that don't want to see Star Wars and are going to be totally fine with seeing cats. Yeah, but uh, still not. I mean, they got those cats have balls to go up against Star Wars. So they they didn't take Bob Barker's advice then. No. <laughs> <laughs> Makes <Hair> sense. Balls. <laughs> that that might be the worst sound in existence when a cat is coughing up a hairball and it's like three o'clock in the morning. Well, yeah, I was going to say it always happens in the middle of the night when they do it. Night, yep. They're, and they like come into your room to uh-huh. let you know right that's what they're yep. doing. Here we cats. go. Cats are dicks. <laughs> hey, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that sound. <laughs> well, then we got, uh, we're going to do a, an Oscars. Once the Oscars are announced, yeah. we're going to talk about what was nominated, what should win and what should have been nominated that wasn't. Yeah, and I definitely, I'd like to put together a um, car movie episode because yes. I, I've seen now uh, twice, um, I've seen Ford versus Ferrari, and it's probably one of my favorite movies of the year, and I would really awesome. love to talk about that, plus some other car movies that are amazing. So. I want to, uh, I think I'm taking my dad to that tomorrow. Nice. nice. My dad loved it. It yeah. was such a good time. So it's, go see They it. don't make movies like that I gave it an A, anymore. man. Yeah. Yeah. That's saying something. When Val gives it an A, it's pretty sad. That is true. You and it's rewatchable. You I've are, already seen it twice and I'm going to see it yeah. again. You are not easy on giving out the A's. No, but B's a good yeah. grade for it a is. movie. Oh, it yeah. is. Yeah. There's no easy A with Val. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an easy A. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> and somewhere, Let me toss that softball over the plate and you just swing. <laughs> and somewhere in all of that, we are going to talk about... Christmas movies. We'll have one episode yes. about Christmas yeah. movies, I'm sure. I think we should talk about a few Christmas movies the, in one the episode. Rankin Bass movies uh, or TV series or uh-huh. having like a 50th anniversary or something. Wow. You can get paid $1,000 to watch 25 Hallmark movies. I heard that. They'd That's have disgusting. to double it for me. <laughs> but I know some people like my roommate. She watches at least three a night. Oh, yeah. So that would be great for her. Mm-hmm. I go downstairs to the basement when that's occurring. I had a former uh, co-worker that that's she lived for this time of year. It's Love the, the same Hallmark. story. There's mm-hmm. a lady and she's deciding to change her lifestyle. So she goes off to a small town. She bakes cookies with someone. They end up getting married and they live happily ever after. And that's I mean, it's it's very true to life. That's how it always works out. I just need to bake cookies with someone and then I'm. I've well, heard, but you gotta uh, you gotta go to a small town. Oh, I mean, Salt Lake's not huge, yeah, so I gotta go to Delta. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't want to go to Delta. The thing is, small towns work. Chrissy Teigen is from Delta, and she is married to John Legend, True. and so maybe I should go to Delta. But the thing is, 
<laughs> the reason why the small town works is because every small town's got that one guy who's extremely good looking but how do I who know? hasn't gotten married yet. Right. How do I know which one has that guy? You know. All of the towns all the, do. All, all the, the small towns. And there are, there's one guy that's not taken still? Yeah. Is oh, he yeah. gay? No. No, he's not. He's just too cool for all the women in the small town. Okay. So he needs a big he's city busy. girl. He's like the vet of the town and yeah. he's super busy all the time. Or okay. like waitress, he's the, the town OBGYN, yeah. you know. Yeah. What? <laughs> Scooch down a little bit closer to the end of the table. Just a little bit closer. Well, so there is that. So I get trains and automobiles a B plus. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to give it? I, I think it's an A minus for me just because it is so rewatchable yeah. every year. I'm going to be A A minus. This is one of my favorite comedies. It's yeah. so stinking quotable. And yeah. timeless. So I just love this movie. I, I do love this movie. Lots of fun stuff coming up. I, I, I don't know where to go sometimes. He took his glasses off. He hasn't taken his glasses off for a while. I know. That, this time we've deserved it. We've had several episodes. This time deserved it. It was the OBGYN comments. So just put it, it over the Waitress. That is a legitimate movie. He, he brought it up and I just took it home. <laughs> that is a legitimate movie. <laughs> I'm glad I you specified. Just say, I, I didn't know. just say OBGYN. I know. It was a reference to it. It wasn't, <laughs> wasn't your reference. <laughs> it's where we went after the reference. <laughs> That's not on me, man. That's not on me. Yeah, he no. set me up and I just home run run it. Yeah. Home run it? Yeah, home run it. Yep. We should definitely turn home running into a verb. <laughs> Just over here, home running it. I like that. Like, I really do. We're using that from now on. You're welcome. All right. Well, we hope you all have a happy, wonderful Thanksgiving. Eat all the foods. Absolutely. I um, have to be careful because I'm on pre-diabetic caution, so I got to be careful, but I'm going to be you, good. Man. It doesn't count on Thanksgiving, though. It does, I unfortunately. Know. But I, I know. if it doesn't <laughs> snow, I might do a half marathon that morning. Oh, you're going to do the I'm the thinking turkey. about the, the thankful 13 Th- yeah, thankful over 13. in... Uh, Thanksgiving point, but the last uh, weather report that I've seen, and we're still a couple weeks out, but it's saying possibly an inch of snow. Wow. If that happens, I'm not doing it. If it's cold, that's fine. I can run it. You know you don't have to run, right? Yeah. No, I think he does at this point. Like I think he's hit a point where he does. (laughs) While we're talking, though, about being safe and happy and everything for Thanksgiving, I do want to talk a little bit about what you're doing in December, Tracy. I'd love to give that a little airtime. So on December 7th, uh, myself and uh, several other people who are wonderful and crazy, uh, we're going to sleep outside that night. Um, There is a a group called the the Great, uh, the Big Sleep Out. Uh, It's an international group that's putting this on. So there's people in India, there's people in Indonesia, um, people all across the U.S., uh, over in Europe who are all sleeping out that day to raise awareness for people who are experiencing homelessness, who don't have a place to stay for refugees. Um, and then we are doing um, a fundraising and half the proceeds go to UNICEF and half the proceeds go to the Utah food bank. Nice. Um, we were set a goal for 500. We're now at 610. Nice. So we're super happy about that. We can put the links in the, in the comments. Yep. Please, like I said, it goes to UNICEF and to the Utah food bank. Um, so we're going to be out in the cold that night. Um, about a week later, um, on the winter solstice, they actually have a great event at Pioneer Park where they honor all the people who passed away this year on the streets of Salt Lake and they do a candlelit vigil. And that's amazing. Um, and that's something that's really dear to my heart is, is trying to help out with people 
experiencing homelessness. So, um, yeah, that's what we're doing there. We'll post a link um, about that on our Facebook page as well Absolutely. so that you can go and check it out. Yeah, I mean, you're at 120%, you said, or so. 121% your- to goal. So we're but super we excited about that. More, so yeah. Definitely. Utah Food Bank is we for 200% group. between now and December 7th. Yeah. We'll Let's put do it on, it. on Let's Facebook do it. and everything. Yeah. I think it's a great thing. There's a lot of reasons You'll probably why. probably donate to the food bank anyway. So Yeah. Yeah. Yep. This is just another way to do it. It's, it's going to make sleeping outside a lot warmer knowing that we're doing some good. Yeah. <laughs> I was Absolutely. like, if it's just us and we raise like 20 bucks, that's going to kind of suck. Yeah. And I think <laughs> this is a good time to talk about that kind of stuff. We often talk about the things that we're grateful for. And yeah. And things like that at Thanksgiving. and Well, if I can get schmaltzy, I am really grateful for the both of you because this podcast Aww. is so much fun. I absolutely love podcasting with both of you and just really grateful I'm a part of this. I love that too, but I love that people actually listen as right? well. Like, yeah. Thanks for listening to our mumbling. We love our audiences. Yes. <laughs> we just get up. We come here every weekend and we talk about stuff we like and you actually listen. So yeah, thank we you. really love that. Comment and write back to us. and That's fantastic. Yeah. It is great. And it's fun when, when people know who we are or who have listened to us. We run into it. It's, it's really I've great. I've had people it's, be like, I recognize your voice. And I'm like, does it, does, it, does it usually happen after you laugh? Because that would probably that, I get a lot. That's true. Are we going to have like something to announce about maybe a new logo at the beginning of the year? Yes. I hope so. We, yes, are, yes, yes. we are working on it. We love our current logo, the VHS cassette. But we're working um, on something a little more some fun. a little more uh, yes. our style. You know, when we, when we did that logo, I think we, we didn't, didn't know, know we each other do. as well as we yeah. do now. Yeah. We didn't know the show as well as we do now. Right. And, we want something that's a little bit more representative exactly. of the show. Yeah, so that'll be coming so soon, first too. of the year, hopefully we'll, we'll have, have some that merch, ready. maybe. Yay! That'll Yay. be awesome. Yay! So much fun. You guys are great. <laughs> I'm thankful for you guys, too. You guys group hug. Oh, this is the best Thanksgiving ever. Can we go eat something now? Yeah, let's okay. go get some turkey. Yeah. All right. All right, thanks for listening. We won't see you at the movies. Gobble, gobble! This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production. This has been an Age of Geek Media Production. 